Hello, Miss Jamie. Hello there, sir. How are you doing this evening? I'm good. I need to come up with a nickname. Um, I can't be Nick. I realized that when I was doing the pod with uh, Miss Von Venom for hers, that I she, she her name is Miss Von Venom and yours is Hood and Holy Water. What the fuck is my I'm Nick? <laughs> like that's mm. you're the fan founder you're you're the you know you're the founder the og the you know one word name it's very um it's very how do you what, what's the word i'm looking for um iconic you can call me Cher. Okay. <laughs> exactly no but i'm thinking more like a uh, gangster kind of like you know scarface or uh i don't know there's a word that are mafia it's very mafia yeah. so you just have one you know just a nick just Nick. <laughs> I'm for it. I'm for it. So, <clears throat> been a lot of uh, a lot of fuckery afoot. It has. It's been an interesting week. You know what threw me off the most? <laughs> I want to hear this. I can't say the most, just because it's the most fresh in my mind. Is when Biden said that George Floyd's death is bigger than Martin Luther King Jr.'s. Yeah. That's a, that's that's one thing to add to the list of what in the fuck is happening moments. That's a strong stance uh, to take. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a pretty strong stance to take. It's one that I think even the most seasoned Black Lives Matter activist sat back and was like, whoa there, buddy. Right. <laughs> Slow down, Uncle Joe. Like, calm down. Calm down. <laughs> Fucking weird. And it's, you know, what's weird is that, well, not, that's not what's weird. I didn't know. Um, until I was in my apprenticeship that Martin Luther King Jr. and all, you know, that, that whole, I don't want to say that, that whole thing, but it all ties together with my union. You know what I mean? And that, oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Uh, Cause I don't remember learning that part in school. You know what title I mean? Title eight. Yeah. See, and that's what was, uh, I always forget. it was fun to learn that aspect of it, you know, cause I'm like, Oh, they don't, as far as I know, I didn't pay attention to high school a lot. Um, I didn't learn a lot about that. So, but that was my big, what the fuck moment today uh now there's a lot of other shit that is that has gone on to here um i i well you know what why don't you tell me your what the fuck moment friend just 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 one just one just i had i had a trippy lunch break the other day so i was sitting in my car on my lunch break medicating as i usually do i drive away from work and i park in my park you know some parking lot somewhere for a reasonable amount of time and i you know, do whatever for a very short period of time and kind of just hang out and I eat something. And then I drive back to work. Yeah. Well, I was sitting in the parking lot on the phone with my boss and this, I see, I'm like sitting in my car on the phone with her and I see in the distance to my left, these two police officers with their freaking assault rifles, like in their hands and they're fucking running on foot. Okay. And okay. I don't see, I don't see what they're chasing. I'm looking around. There's like this big white van kind of in my peripherals as the police, you know, like in the way as the police are coming towards me. Um, <laughs> so I finally lock eyes with the guy they're chasing. And this guy's like, he's got to be like 5'10", but he's like a solid 250. Like he's a big boy. He's running fast as fuck, like a fucking gazelle, but with a fucking black and brown hanging out of his, of his mouth. Oh, fuck. Securely in his mouth. While he's running, he's got this black and brown. He was like, <laughs> and I'm in my car, like, 
oh my god I'm on the phone with my boss like she's like we're talking about something important at work I'm like oh my god hold on like Barbara oh my god like this is and I'm like narrating it and I I wanted to film it but I was on the phone with her I didn't want to be like hold on I gotta film this you know it was like a weird moment but so he runs past my car and he gets to the right of me and there's like a driveway where everybody is coming in and out of the fucking parking lot he runs into the street I shit you not a fucking person in the street like driving down the main street hit him with their fucking car to help the fuck? knock him down they hit him with his fucking car the police arrested him i said only in oklahoma baby jesus good lord i couldn't believe it only in oklahoma i was you like, ain't getting that out here i because he booked it from a car he was like at a 7-eleven and he had his car like parked up on the curb rubber booked it across a major street made it all the way out of the parking lot and he would have got away he would have got away bro was fucking cutting it on foot and the police were not fucking hanging but two things struck me as interesting number one people are that uh way out here that they will literally run you over to help the police like I could see if it was like a murder or I mean, but he clearly like robbed 7-Eleven or something stupid, you know, like shoplifting or he had a warrant, he was out, whatever. I don't know what it was, but it doesn't matter. Like that's a level of not minding your business that I'm not used to when it comes to like citizen vigilantes. The second thing that stood out to me was these police officers were running down the street with their like hands on their guns like out just like it just seemed very unsafe it just didn't seem seem like it was a a safe thing for the community I'm sitting in my car like oh shit like meanwhile I had just baked so my car now there's like a police presence in the parking lot like my high is gone completely it's dead like oh my oh shit it was a trip it was a trip that was my what the fuck moment this week I really couldn't believe it is it legal out there? It is medicinally. So <laughs> as long as you have a cannabis card, it's fine. And then it'll be legal recreationally soon. They had it on, they tried to get it on the ballot in 2020, but because of COVID, nobody was like, um, you know, what it was it, what's it called? Uh, it's not scaping, but anyways, they weren't, they weren't canvassing to get signatures to get mm. on the ballot because of COVID. So I think it'll be legal recreationally here in a year or so. Right. And if not the, it's a, it's a pretty booming community. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. It's weird how some states are more progressive in certain areas than others when it comes to that respect, but you're in the middle of uh, like footloose territory. So I'm surprised you guys can dance. So (laughs) there is pause. I was actually getting, I had a, um, an inspection with like a housing, he, he didn't work for housing, but he works for an organization that was federally funded. So they had similar requirements as housing. Um, But I was doing an inspection with him today and we had like this super long, interesting conversation. You just don't have conversations like that in real life with people. And it was a, it was a pretty, he ended up telling me I should run for office and I (laughs) jokingly, you know, and, uh, but, you know, we started off on different sides of the aisle and then realized we didn't have, you know, he he wanted to paint me as one side of the aisle but then when you're like hey no I just play the game because this is the game that roots for the things that are most important to me not because I have faith in in that side particularly especially now after 
you know, 80 million votes, Joe. Yeah, right. Like, whatever. So after that, I kind of feel like the whole point is pointless. But when we're talking about the things that are important to me, like medical freedom, there's just the party that stands for medical freedom unequivocally. Um, unfortunately, right now is the Republican Party. The problem with the Republican Party is they're just as vested in special interests as the left are, is. So it's um it's kind of a no-win game. You got to, it's chess. So you got to kind of roll with the punches and that's kind of why I'm, I don't fit in in any kind of like organized activist group. I went to Freedom Day rally in Oklahoma, which is um, like, it was a protest at the Capitol for medical freedom. The attorney general of Oklahoma spoke and it was organized by a very, very well organized medical freedom activist group out here. Um, and I just remember like everybody, it was like so cool, but everybody kind of, I've been to a lot of concerts and it just felt very like worshipy, like, oh yeah, like, uh, like these people were like these, you know, they wanted to keep everything very PG and very, I got my first kind of taste of what seemed to be like, um, bullshit sort of, what's the word? Like, you know, politics, like they really play the activists groups out here play politics and they, you know, endorse certain candidates, which makes sense. But then they also, kiss ass to the current candidates, you know, when you're calling them and emailing them, there's a very specific criteria of things they want you to say, they want you to be very, like, there's really no room for dissent, like, to the level where I'm feeling that I'm at at this point, I'm a little bit more jaded than people in Oklahoma, so I feel like they're still looking at their legislators, like, you know, you know, yes, ma'am, yes, sir, like, and I'm at the point where it's like, fuck off, like, you get out, (laughs) so, uh, it's not very helpful. So I find myself kind of like backing out of the more organized. I, I just pretty much now I'm using my voice, whether it's emailing my, you know, teachers or standing up for my job at my job or whatever it is. I just, I, I advocate for myself <laughs> at this point. You have I advocate to. for myself and for my ability to make the choice. So if that means shouting it from the rooftops until, you know, I can't anymore than that is what it is. No, you have to. Um, but it's it's hard now with with everything that's going on for where you're going to align yourself with how much it changes on the day to day. Right. Um, I have no idea like what like I have no idea what my next play is politically as far as whether or not I'm going to vote. I, I haven't play, I haven't put much space, like much thought into it, taken much time to analyze how I feel about that. Well, what's the point of voting now if it doesn't do anything? Right. And I'm just wondering, I'm one, I mean, it's never really mattered in California, right? Like when you're in such a, like your vote doesn't matter as far as president is concerned, but I feel like president is literally the least of our worries at this point. Like, I feel like we really need to hone in on uh, locally holding people accountable. Um, I never thought that that mattered until recently, to be honest with you. Yeah, I've recent I've realized in my adult life that it's actually the most important thing. So when we say our votes don't count, people always assume that's the case. That's not actually true on the local level. It count it doesn't count as far as like if you're in a Democrat stronghold, your vote for a Republican president in a Democrat stronghold city is not going to matter because those electoral votes are going to go towards that president of that district. But um, locally, it actually matters a lot. So, I mean, even if you didn't vote for president, getting in there and voting for your school board, but, you know, whatever, you know, whatever's going on in your local politics, I mean, they're the ones, like California, for example, if local legislative bodies have more restrictive or protective legislation for people, you default to that. 
So even they, they have even, you know, they just can't abridge, like the state acts as a federal government for localities. You just can't abridge their policies, but um, you can create whatever the fuck you want as long as it doesn't violate Title Six or Title Eight or Title Nine, whatever the fuck it is. Um, as long as you don't violate those things, then you can pretty much do whatever you want as a local body. Right, right. It's 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 weird now with just with this COVID shit alone uh, for how shit changes and how shit goes. Uh, before we were talking about my school, as I'm going into my last semester, they had that whole show your vaccine or you're going to be forced to take a leave of absence, right? And that's just kind yeah. of broad as they as they left it. Now, as class starts today and tomorrow. Um, out of the 14 apprentices who put in for a religious exemption, two of them got approved. Again, one's in my class, one's in the class below me. So they're within a year, six months to a year to being done. So they're looking at them as, fuck it, you're done. Now, right. It or not, the first two weeks as of right now, we're on Zoom. So our school is shut down for two weeks right now. And at that point, it's, then why'd you make everybody jump through hoops if you're just going to go to Zoom when you want to anyway? Right. Now it's a now it's a different fight. Now it's a different like. Well, hang on a second here, guy. And now, even though you take a leave of absence from school, you can still work. So they're not pulling you from work; they're just pulling you from school, which means you can't complete your program, your apprenticeship, because you need school hours with it. It's bureau. It's like red tape bureaucratic bullshit. It makes no fucking sense. I should read you. Oh, I should read you. So my my boss uh, tested. Actually, I shouldn't even say that. A bunch of people at my job tested positive for COVID. So corporate sent down a, uh, sent an email to this person and was like, uh, just sort of checking in and reiterating their status. It says, first of all, how are you feeling? Hope you're doing well. If you're not feeling well, stay home and log your PTO. Once you are no longer feeling ill, you may return to work. However, you will need to wear a mask, avoid any direct contact with other employees and residents and limit yourself to work on the grounds, exterior items and vacant units. After you confirm a negative test or you are symptom-free for more than five days, you may return to regular duty. What? What? I I sent a, the GIF I sent back was the lady that is doing all the calculations. Like, what? sorry what like (laughs) it's science it's science and I just I don't know so but it's funny because one one of my bosses is uh like uh generally distrusting of things but too polite to like say it like I'm a I I'm you know fucking he like I'm funny but I'm out of left field you know I'm a little bit too much Right. And my other boss um, doesn't seem to have any solid like awareness of what's going on. I was asked today by this person whether or not I had gotten the vaccine. And the fact that we had talked at length about this topic <laughs> right. and that I would ask that question, I just sat back and I was like, wow, okay, nothing I am saying is being absorbed. And I don't know if that was like a stressful moment maybe for that person but because everybody at my job is testing positive they sent out an email that was they redid their COVID protocols and basically 
they're telling tenants they need to stay home, you know, make appointments, which I actually think is better just operationally anyways. It's weird that they just can pop up anytime and interrupt us in the middle of whatever we're doing, whether it was important or not. And we have to stop what we're doing and deal with that issue right then and there. It's just not indicative of like smooth operating policies. But but that we had to wear a mask. And I kind of chimed in because I've been really open about the fact that I'm not like, there's just, I'm not going to wear a mask alone in my office for I'm just not that's stupid like I'm not going to wear a mask like I have I have antibodies it's the same as being fucking vaccinated and and all these people are vaccinated they're spreading it anyways I don't know not all of them are vaccinated but it's just this weird conversation and my boss was like I know you don't believe in this and I I hate that because it's not about belief it's not like masking is a fucking religion and i have to believe in it or not it's whether or not there's demonstrable science to support that this stupid fucking cloth mask is going to do enough to prevent you from fucking infection at this point in the game like it's did you see you know, what the ncaa said no what they say shit i'm pretty sure it's ncaa i don't want to i don't want to misquote this um it is i know i seen it not that long ago um, athletes who had COVID will be considered fully vaccinated. Yes. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Beautiful. So like, huh, and, and interesting. Interesting. Um, some places are pushing back. I mean, there's no, there's no, like, I just read something the other day. What was it? Um, we will have to think back. There was another company that changed their, the way they approached it. I forget what it was. It'll come back to me. You know, I will say that with COVID, uh, as stupid as it is, um, as blah, 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 uh, like you said, how people have to make appointments, not just better operationally. I do like a lot of this. I do like some of the stuff that has come out of it. The fact that I can just order more at a store and I don't have to deal with people when I don't fucking want to. Yeah. Obviously a benefit. You know what I mean? Um, but I felt bad on Monday. Monday. I'm getting ready to go to a swap meet this weekend to set up so I can start selling my shit in person, right? Yep. And my son went with me to Home Depot and I bought a table and paint. My paint and my table, blah, blah, blah. Right? Getting ready. And I just, I was in the habit of not wearing a mask. I just walked in the store, didn't wear a mask. And my son's like, oh, you, we don't have to. Took his shit off. I was like, I mean, cool, dude. It's up to you. You do what you want to do. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to shame you for doing it. Um, but then we walk by a couple workers and you can see them giving me the snide eye, like, oh my God, look at this guy. He thinks he's, he's, on a, he's a non-masker. <laughs> yeah. And my son looked at it and he saw them. He goes, dad, do those workers care? <clears throat> yeah, I don't give a hell. Like, right. say nothing to me. So they must not care that much. And you can see he's kind of like, dude, if you want to wear a mask so you don't get in trouble, go ahead. But nobody will say anything to you. I'll make sure of that. I was right. like, I won't cause a scene. I won't do anything because you're here. You need to get my shit and get out. Only two people looked at me side eye. Everybody else is talking, like stopping and talking to me as I'm a normal fucking person. And I saw three people in that store look at me and then take their shit off. Yeah. So I'm oh, one of those. I, I don't I have, oh, fuck it. No, I was one of those in the store. So same exact deal. I literally, when I first moved to Oklahoma, I would walk, I was just unsure as to how they did everything. So if I would go in the store and I would see one other fucking person, just one other fucking person with no mask, I would take my shit off right in the beginning of all this shit. And yep. now I'm that person, like I'm not wearing a mask. Like I, I pinged my boss and was like, I hope I don't have to wear a mask for eight hours because that's going to be a problem for me. And they responded basically like, you know, when, when tenants come in, put a mask on. And I was like, okay, that, that, that's fine. That's reasonable. And at least they're providing actual, like 
not, you know, they're providing masks that actually like might, um, if, if you had symptoms would be effective, but it's stupid to wear it when you don't have any fucking symptoms. So I, it's right. just, what am I sneezing at? You know, if I'm not sneezing, I'm not coughing. How the fuck am I projecting my spit onto you? Like, right. But it, but that's, that that's, a, but that's still like, it's, it's a lesser point that I care to debate. You know what I mean? Like if you have the proper mask, okay, but I'm not putting on this fucking cloth face diaper and I'm not going to wear it when there's nobody fucking around me. I'm just not fuck right. off. Like I'm stupid. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, you know, I, I'm willing to work and, 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 um, bend a little bit with the masks if the policy makes sense. So I had to, so because I'm almost on my apprenticeship, the way that my apprenticeship works is in your 10th bracket, your final semester used to be ninth is what it is. You get to essentially pick the shop you're going to turn out with. Right. Hmm. I'm the only one in my class. That's a lot. well, I've, I've been with the fewest amount of shops in my class, right? Everybody's like, Oh, I want to rotate. Then it's called rotating. When you, they make you change shops to get more experience. And I've been with three shops, my entire apprenticeship. And I've extended out the max on all of them, except for one, because I didn't want to do residential. Um, and then there was a time where they're like, Hey dude, you're going to rotate out of work. So another apprentice can go to work. So you're going to sit for a month, month and a half. I said, fuck you. No, I'm not. And I called the first shop I went to and I was like, yo, I'm about to turn out. Y'all ready for me? And I'm like, fucking A, we'll see you February 1st. That was last year. Now, fast forward to now, it's um, time to turn out and I get my rotation letter. I'm like, what the fuck? I text the director. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? I thought I was going to stay. Like, oh, we need to have a letter signed by your company. You know, I'm like, what? So I don't give them a little razzle dazzle. Like, surprise, motherfucker. I'm a journeyman now. Right. No, I was like, but whatever. So I, I uh, call the superintendent of labor, leave him a voicemail. And he doesn't call me back, right? Um, now it's Thursday. That was last Monday. Now it's Thursday last week. And I'm talking to another JW. He goes, yeah, man, he doesn't really call people back. You don't really know what's going to happen. Um, I tried to get a couple of my apprentices to extend, and I never heard from him, and they had to go to another shop. I said, fuck it. I called my homie up who works for the other shop that I was at, and he started to get the ball in motion. That was last Thursday. Last Friday, we'll call it 10 o'clock in the morning. The yeah. shop that I'm with now who doesn't call anybody back calls me i'm like oh uh guy he goes hey man we'd love for you to turn out here blah blah blah. i'm like cool all right and before i can call my buddy back say hey man check it out here's what happened he texted me go hey superintendent said it's a go what (laughs) right he's like standing right there awesome so i have to call the school and my i email the the lady who her and i are hella close with i was like hey dude i got impatient and here's what i did she goes fucking stop doing that nick i was like my bad uh she goes all right first come first serve i was like cool I said all that to say this story today. The shop I'm with now won, right? They did everything. He calls me back today. He goes, hey, Nick. He's like, dude, I hate to do this to you. And I don't know what he's heard about me, but apparently something. He's like, I don't have your vaccine card on file. I'm like, it's a strong stance to take there, guy. And uh, (laughs) he's like, man, he goes, I don't want to do it. He's like, but the three jobs that we have coming up, the owners require it because two of them are hospitals. One's Stanford, one's Kaiser, and I don't know what the other one is. Um, but they're hospitals. And to work in the hospital, you have to have that. So if I don't have that, now it's limiting what I can do for work. And hospitals are big money. Right. So I'm like, look, dude, I'm not blaming you. I do appreciate how you came at me and not just said, this is company policy, do it or fuck off. You know what I mean? I'm like, you came at me, whether you're blowing smoke up my ass or not, you at least came with the respect of, I hate to do this to you. This is my job. I hope you understand. I was like, okay, cool. I'll email it to you at lunch, bro. And he goes, thank you very much. I was like, keep me working. I was like, the second I stopped, right. 
Yeah, you fucking did it. You're gonna shit. You might as well. It means shit. You might as well reap the fucking benefits of it. Well, I did it until I have to get boosters. Is that going to be the line in the sand? Well, it's gonna it's gonna be my line in the sand. Uh, I'm done with school. You know what I mean. So at that point, it's weird now because I'm taking my state test. By the way, look, I cut my hair. I had to. Um, Looks good. Doesn't. I forgot that when I take my state test, they take a picture from my journeyman card. I'm like, I can't look like a hobo. So, right. and no offense to anybody. Do you know how many times when people are like, dude, you cut your hair? I said that I text that exact same story, but my phone auto-corrected it that I can't look like a hobo. So I can't look like a homo. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it's perfect. I, I mean that. Great. Is it? Is it? Yeah, it's perfect. I need to, I, I need to go update your bio again. I know. Uh, I literally, what's funny is I, that fuck off Nick was more meant to tell you to stop fucking pressuring me to write my fucking bio. When I'm ready to write my fucking bio, I'll write my bio. But right now I don't know what my bio is. So I sent, so for those that don't know, so Nick uh, created an amazing website that takes you directly to our podcast. So Shooting Blanks is umbrellaing out, if that's a word, umbrellaing. <laughs> It is now. <laughs> Umbrellaing out. And so he's going to harbor space for individual content creators and individual shows so people can kind of go directly to where they want rather than having to sift through a Spotify page or whatever the case is. And as uh, as any good uh, website would, you have a bio of your creator. So he created his, you know, fucking weak ass bio. And he's been asking me for my bio. My and- bio is weak, bro. My bio is strong. He put in my bio this whole thing about him continuing to think that he's right and that I'm always wrong and, you know, entitled in my bio, bio the wrong one. And when I read it at first, I was like, that's right. I am the wrong one. And then I read it and was like, this motherfucker. Right. <laughs> Fucking asshole. <laughs> so he was pressuring me to write my bio. So it wasn't that. And I told him to fuck off. And then he went and he put that in my bio. So mm-hmm. now that's in my bio. <laughs> bio. Fuck off, Nick. Oh. Yep. I have it. I would like you to know earlier. I have it actually um, on my list of goals to do. It's slated at Thursday at six thirty. I have it on my list of things to do, which is write your bio. I also have download that store because your store is on there. And I swear to God, like I had to not. I'm like, in fact, I need to update this list because I did two things on this list this week. So, dude, look at my shirt. Look at my shirt. Made with blood, sweat, and beers. I like that. Is that on the shop website now? It is on the shop website now. Nice. It is amazing. So I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna I'm gonna out something real quick right now. Okay. Real quick. I'm listening. You already know this, but the people in listening land don't know this. I have. I'm gonna go ahead and call them a couple partnerships coming up here. Um, how it's going to play out, but it's in the works and I am bringing people on to help me with my brand for promoting and wearing my gear and being part of the family and blah, 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 blah. Right. Those people are very athletically inclined yes yes is that is that is that a thing is that a thing athletically athletically inclined it's it's fun um i uh, i'm gonna go ahead and say a couple of them i don't know them one of them is uh 
Mr. Grant Balfour. Uh, nice. The closer for the Grant Balfour is now. He, you know, rage. Uh, the baseball. He played the baseball. He was the closer. He's Australian. He's a good looking <laughs> and he sounds better than me. So it's going to be really hard. He actually has a podcast. Uh, shout out to the Top Step. Um, they have their own podcast. Uh, nice. Top Step. Adding that to my um, podcast playlist now. Yeah. So his podcast is out there. He's uh, shouted out locals only on there. He has a couple videos of him shouting out my brand, um, which is pretty legit, if I do say so myself. Um, so I am pretty stoked about that. And him, uh, Mr. Balfour, and his wife already have locals only gear. So I'm pretty stoked about that. Um, on top of that, mm-hmm. you have, what is his name? <laughs> he played for the Raiders for four years. It was oh, Mark Houston. Too bad, but... Hey, hey, whoa, 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 guy. Whoa, whoa. No, no, no disrespect. Um, right. <laughs> he obviously, <laughs> I mean, a little bit of disrespect. I mean, but, but, um, but, you know, you still, you still earn my respect, sir. Right? Uh, Mr. Lamar Houston played for the Raiders. Um, I talked to him yesterday. I have his address. I haven't sent him any gear yet, but he... well, get it in the mail, bro. What the fuck? I'm at my office right now. That's what I'm taking. Nice. You know what I mean, right. I need, uh, to, I need that to be in the mail tonight. So before I go to the, to the one that you're going to like, um, I need to need to give a shout out to Mr. Ryan Roland Smith. He okay. is the uh, extra, the other host of the Top Step with Grant Balfour. He was another closing pitcher for the majors. Um, the mayor. Nope. nope. So that's fun. You're getting around like a $2 hooker. It's exciting, Nick. Dude, it's I exciting. am. I got two more for you. Two. I know. One of them. Wow. I'm working on him getting into the office for a podcast. Um, he just had a new baby. He was in the majors, I want to say, for nine years. Um, he was on the team the same time as Grant Balfour, and I mean the Oakland A's, before mm-hmm. he traded to the San Diego Padres. He's a starting pitcher from the Bay, Bishop O'Dowd, Cal Berkeley, Mr. Tyson Ross. That is exciting. So he just did a baseball camp with Marcus Simeon out here in the Bay with other kids because Simeon's from here, even though he plays in for the Rangers now um so it's it that that was fun but because of his new baby and all that stuff i understand um we're waiting yeah. um new babies so are figured out the last one whose package went out last week lives in socal played for a different team, but better by a different bay team i mean tampa bay um mm. because he played there too after San Francisco. I knew you were gonna say it's a better team, a better team than the other Bay team. It's still better than the other Bay team. Nick is, is right. It? it is how the oh, I mean, how did you see the name on Sunday? Where did where did Tom Brady go to? That Bay. Listen, he went to he went to the Tampa Bay. At some point, we're gonna have to shelf the Tom Brady conversation. I'm tired of getting my blood pressure worked up every time you bring that motherfucker's name into this conversation. You ain't Listen. ever gonna get rid of that because you had little little two turnover Jimmy G with the sprained right shoulder now, and you got eight. hey he brought us that victory on Sunday, baby. That's all right. You bring it home. You could be your little fine ass Winkley. He's so it's so suck it's so sucky. He's so fragile because he's so handsome. Bring it home. They're about to lose this week, bro. That's all right. That's all right. You lost last week. <laughs> That's I mean we all lose sometimes. It's fine. Hey, realistically, the Raiders shouldn't have even been in the playoffs. 
I mean, I don't disagree with you. I don't even really know all that's going on with football. And even just on a non-statistical and analytic level, I agree with that statement. Well, I mean, you got to look at what happened this season with them. They lost their head coach. They lost their star receiver. They lost the corner. <laughs> and they let still me, pulled just, it out. Let me just describe this for the people that can't see the video. Still I'm it doing little wah, wah, cry, the cry still, face. Okay? Still pulled it out. Still pulled it out. Still pulled it out. However, I am glad that Big Ben, the rapist, is out of the playoffs now and his career is back. Didn't you hear Ben? Ben Ben knows Jesus now. He thanked oh. Jesus for everything that he has done for him. And he oh. is going to spend his time now in the offseason. Uh, what did he say? Uh, with his friends and family and uh, what did he, spreading God's kingdom or some shit like that? Hey, Mark. Oh, well, in all fairness, Ben, um, the girl right. that charged him of inappropriate behavior settled out of court the first time. And the second time he was accused of inappropriate behavior, there was no evidence and he was never charged. So to play devil's advocate. So the rapist is out of the playoffs and I'm okay with that. They shouldn't have been there and knew should the Eagles. However, back to my news before we got sidetracked on lame ass Niners. Um, I'm sorry. Um, careful. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, I need you to that. reel that back in. Zoop, 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 zoop. My feelings got the best of me. Uh, Nick was wrong. Sir, if you, if you listen to this, uh, my blood boiled right. a little bit. I'm a Niner yes, fan. So if you're listening and you're watching, this is, this will make up for it. Okay. That'll make mm-hmm. up for it. Go ahead. Announce it. Announce Mr. it. Mr. Jeff Who are Garcia. You sending a package to, sir? Mr. Jeff Garcia. So he should have it hopefully this week. Um, That's the most exciting thing you said in the last 15 minutes. Jeff, Mr. Jeff Garcia. He is also handsome. He was at the, uh, before the playoff game, he was at the, didn't the Niners close out their season against the Rams? I want to say. Yeah. And he was at that tailgate down there. Um, I've heard he's a cool dude, actually. Yeah, just he like he, I've heard he's a nice guy. So want to know a fun thing that you're not gonna, that you're going to relish in. And I really shouldn't tell you this, but I'm going to. So I am shooting my shot with a bunch of people like, Hey man, you played for this team. You might dig this design, right? Cause I've turned the mascots into uh, blue collar workers. Um, just because for me, I don't know if it does anything for people to like my brand, but it makes me feel like some sort of blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I reached out to Mr. Gannon after mr garcia was like yeah fuck dude yeah i'm in i was like oh, did you really did mr gannon left me on red <laughs> <laughs> oh damn that's all right so <laughs> it happens you know what i mean it it does. It does. Um, i got left on red <laughs> Gotta, gotta shoot your shot That's the only i've been way. shooting my shot like a thirsty dude talking to hoes dude it is insane but you know i think you should sink your teeth into a couple of these guys get to know them you're a cool dude I, especially the guy that i think the gentleman uh that's willing to like put you up on his podcast and have that conversation people that are willing to invest their time in you no matter who the fuck they are is right. ultimately you know going to be somebody that um, is good to do business with long-term, but that is all super exciting. It's a little, 
I will hold, I will, I won't say I will hold, I will um, intensify my cheering of how dope that is once they put one of those fucking shirts on and actually post it. That's, that's all I'm waiting for. The, the fun part is, is I think I sent you the text. Or they shout you out on their po- podcast. Right. And that's, right? that's kind of what I'm waiting for is I talked to, to Balfour last year and I sent him and his wife some gear. And then I got a message back and said, oh, we did get blah, blah. And then that's kind of where it died. I'm like, okay, whatever. You have your stuff. It's in Florida. That's where they're at. So I'm like, it's cross country. Even if you wear it to wash your car in or, you know, whatever, it's getting seen. Um, and he, he sent me a message on January 6th asking how my brand is going and how everything's doing and uh, how he has a podcast. And, you know, if I'm down, he'd shout me out on it. I'm like, you reached out to me, bro. Like, that's fucking, that's huge to me. So son of a bitch, I'm in. And then right after I said that, right. That's when Ryan started following my brand on Instagram. I'm like, cool. Um, so yeah, I don't know where it's going to go. Um, I, I have a lot going on these next couple of months with me back in school and my state test and blah, blah, blah. But I'm so excited. Yes. <laughs> Oh, yes. I can't wait to, I can't wait to have equal announcements. 2022 is going to be interesting. Jamie, we're in South Africa. Are we in South Africa now? I have to take credit for that because um, I don't know why, but I, my DMs are always filled with uh, South African men. I'm not sure why. Oh yeah. Especially on Instagram. And then interesting comment on Joe Biden's um, I, you know, and it's funny cause I, I honestly, like, I, I'm not a snobby girl, so I hate this is going to sound weird, but like if people reach out to me in my DMS, I react to them. Like I react to them or I respond, I, you know, I, my vibe is about creating relationships with people. And it's hard to do that, uh, all the time because the platforms are growing and there's a lot of activity on it. Like I'm a baby creator, but there's still a lot of activity that's going on right. across my platforms and creating content in and of itself is hard. So, um, but I try to always like communicate with people and a lot of these, these like men that you would just like with profile pictures, it's like they're cats, you know, they're not as creepy as you think, uh, initially, like some definitely are. Um, but some of them just want to send me like conspiracy links. I'd be reading them. I'd be clicking them and watching them and I don't end up getting in too much conversation, but like, I, I throw them a like, I let them know that I saw it like, or little praying hands, like, thank yeah. you. you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's nice, yeah. it's nice of you, you know? And then, and then when they, you know, you know, send a dick pic or something, and then I got to block them, screenshot <laughs> it, block them, threaten to put it online, tell them my husband's going to eat them for fucking lunch or something like that. Like that, that, you know, that really doesn't happen a lot. You get, you get people that say inappropriate. I mean, I get more people that tell me that, you know, I'm going to die because I'm unvaccinated than anything else. So That's there's funny. that. <laughs> so there's a lady that, um, that my, my mother knows, um, her daughter goes to school in Fremont and there is a positive case of COVID out there. I want to say, we're going to call it this week because I don't fucking know what happened. And to fight it, they sent all the unvaccinated kids home. <laughs> they sent all the unvaccinated kids home to fight it. Yeah. Our schools are struggling, not because kids are fucking dropping like flies, but because the COVID protocols that the schools have leave too much staff out of the office. And it's just fucking crazy. Like you can go 
like if you don't have symptoms, if you've had if you've had COVID before and you get sick again, the moment that you don't have symptoms, you should be able to go back to work. Like this is not contagion. Okay. You're, right. There's nothing we can do to honestly stop this trans- transmission of COVID. All you can literally do is I just wish people would step back on both sides. I wish people would step back and just realize, listen, there is a protocol for treating COVID that is safe, that is effective, and that can prevent you from going into the hospital. Like, I'm not going to get into the nuances of the hospital policies and how they profit off death and how they literally structure their treatment plans um, without patients in mind. Like, it's patient, you know, patient, the patients are not a priority. The hospital's the bottom line. So, you know, if people could just step back and understand, like, it's not a death sentence. There's no, the vast majority of people infected are not fucking even having, um, like severe reactions. And the CDC came out and said that over 70% of people that have had COVID and died had a combination on average of four other comorbidities, four, four other comorbidities. And these are all people in high risk groups and people don't want to admit this, but the flu kills, however many million people per year around the world, these, those same people that are at risk from your normal flu or cold or pneumonia or, uh, you know, bacterial infection or whatever, the same people that are at risk for those things are going to be at risk for COVID. So just, you know, COVID is just a trip. I'll say that about COVID is it's not normal. It's not a normal feeling virus. Like the sickness just feels different. Like I lost a lot of hair. I, the body aches were unbearable. And when I got sick in August, I didn't have the FLCCC, like I didn't have a protocol. So I just bared it out. I mean, I just honestly took ibuprofen and, um, hammered D3 and vitamin C. And honestly, whoa, I don't need to hear how many D's you're hammering. (laughs) I hammered that D3. No, but I did. I just, I took, I took away, I took like probably two or three times the dosage, the daily dosage of D3, um, high, high dosage vitamin C and nebulized some colloidal silver. And it certainly helps with, um, like overall symptoms. Like I was probably down for, I was down, down for one 24 hour period. And then, you know, three days I was like icky and then I felt better. But now, I mean, if you're COVID positive, you can still show up to work if you have no symptoms, but if you don't have COVID and you're unvaccinated, you have to go home. And that's the same for the kids. It's the stupidest, most ridiculous logic I had. No, it's not. Want me to top it? Yeah. I'm afraid. Want me to top it? Top it. That's what she said. Hey. Or he? he? Uh, Do you know who Joe Matthews is? Mm -mm. Cool. He's a journalist. We're going to air quote that. He wrote a column that says California should abolish parenthood in the name of equality. Yeah, I did. I saw that. Did you read it? I didn't read it. I can't bring myself to even click on that shit. We're just gonna, we're just gonna, we're just gonna, I, I, I clicked it. I gave him his little dollar. I was like, here you go. Hmm. Right. Here's his solution. Okay. His solution says, my solution, making raising your own children illegal is simple and while we wait for legislation to pass we can act now the rich and poor should trade kids the homeowners might swap children with their homeless neighbors so is it satire i promise you it's not uh take the kid out of hoo-ha and then send that kid to stabby joe on the corner 
the fuck, the fuck kind of crack is he smoking? So I asked the Jada about my site this question. I said, look, dude, here's here's my question to you. I was like, okay, let's let's run with this right now. He didn't put an age group on there. So let's say the age group is five. Okay. You raise your kid, you make that bond. The kid has the bond to you until you're five years old. Now you swap that kid's like that show wife swap out there. Except for a week, it is now for 13 years. How is that making equality except changing the stature of the kids that were born into the household of the parents that are working their ass off? Now, the kid who was born in a, in, a, in a different household is now getting the same privileges as what the kid whose parents busted their ass for. That's not swapping. That, that's not doing anything for equality. Yeah, it's actually like psychologically trauma- traumatizing. Also, <laughs> it's just fucking everybody up. But all everybody's doing now is virtue signaling to be like, I have the plan. Click me. Look at me. Blah, blah, blah. I was talking to my barber the other day uh, when he was cutting my hair. And it, it made sense to go across the board on everything under the sun. Is he's very irritated now because I told him my plan is to have a brick and mortar store after I get my barber license so I can have barber chairs so my store is a hangout. Come crack a beer, get faded, and buy some shit. And he's like, that's a solid fucking plan. He goes, my plan is to get out of the country in five years. I'm like, that's cool. He's very irritated at how anybody can buy clippers, bullshit their way through fucking barber school, and they call themselves a professional because they have a license. The second anybody be, and I'm, and I'm going to step on my own toes here, um, but I'm going to go fucking go ahead and do it. I'm trying to put out my own magazine, right? At the same time. And I'm dealing with professional and not professional models and whatnot, but I'm noticing everybody has in their bio published model. Well, the second anything gets printed or shared by somebody else, now you're a published model and you're really not. It's just your picture was just on a piece of paper now. And that, but that doesn't make you a public, you didn't make it. It's not like in the 80s, 90s where you had to bust your ass. You're going to fucking every record label with your mixtape and like, hey, listen to my shit. Now you made the radio. Now you got a deal. That's not how it is anymore. It's like, oh, you got 13,000 fucking followers like me. I have 10.6 thousand followers. I shared it. You didn't make it anywhere. I'm a fucking nobody. You know what I mean? I appreciate all my followers. I appreciate everybody rocking with me, but I'm a fucking nobody. You know what I mean? And people just ride clout no matter what it is now and think that they made it. And that's all they're fucking chasing. And I think that that's all anybody is chasing on any sort of pedestal now is chasing that clout of my name's on that. So, it, it, you know what I mean? For sure. People are trying to leave their mark. That's I mean, I'm the is. same way, to be honest with you, but I don't see it as so, I mean, there's definitely an element of clout chasing when you use your content disingenuinely that rubs people the wrong way. Right. Um, but I think more importantly, the idea is that you actually just present who you are on these platforms. I think that's one of the things that I do that's refreshing to people is I really just don't sugarcoat shit. I'm who I am. I'm in my uh, bathrobe sometimes. Sometimes I look fine as fuck. Sometimes I look a hot fucking mess. But at the end of the day, I'm me. I swear I love Jesus, but I hate big pharma. I think government is bullshit. And I don't particularly have any spiritual issues with swearing or cussing you out. So that's just how I live my life online. And I think that's refreshing for people. And it's, um, it works for me and it works against me. I have to check my ego at the door consistently. I have to uh, make sure that I'm staying ch- genuine to my brand, who I am, what I believe in, and what my goal is. I've always had a hard time balancing out that chase, right? The clout chase with um, remaining authentic, because I think I think people sell out at some point. It's hard to to not sell out when you're monetized or when you have the opportunity to get more money. And so that's where um, also too, just a new thing too, is like in this day and age, people like me anyways, where I, like I'm going through a shadow ban right now on Instagram and my Instagram's doing great. I have a goal to gain a thousand followers in the month of uh, January. I'm like at 300 and something or 200 and something. And um, 
it's going like, it's fine. Like that's not, you know, there are people that grow a lot quicker, but mine is organic growth. I'm not mass adding any money. Um, all of my followers come to me through my content. So it's really just how I hone the brand. But I think people are, you know, I do, you know, want to get seen, right? Like you want to be seen. I don't even know, like, I don't want to be famous I, in any way. Like, I just want to be able to use my voice to pay my bills. Like, I just want to be able to monetize the platform that I created to do what I like doing, which is making right. the government being at home. I mean, we had a conversation, you know, off the air a couple of weeks ago about just like your why, you know, to just get out of the matrix. Like, I just, I really want to get out of the matrix. And I, I have a skill, I have a talent, I have a way of words. I mean, I'm just a nobody just like you, but I'm pretty fucking magical when it comes to needing to <laughs> string together some lines to make people laugh or make people feel stupid or make people feel empowered, whatever my goal is that day. So I, I feel like I have a talent. I don't have any idea how God's going to use it, but he's going to use that shit. And, and, and he's going to use it. So that's kind of, we all chase, we're all chasing clout. It's whether it's just whether or not you're, you know, everyone, we're all in a rat race. As long as you're remaining true and authentic to who you are, fuck it. You know, the rat race is very, uh, it's very depressing. I was listening to uh, are sometimes. I was listening to Gary Vee this morning, and mm, I like Gary Vee. Great, I genuinely, I genuinely do not like, like I am not a political, like a not political, motivational speaker kind of person. I, I don't like them. I think that they're usually garbage. Well, he doesn't. I mean, when that's what I like about him is he's more like you, to where he's. Mm-hmm. Not a, I'm not a motivational speaker, and he'll cuss and he'll say what it is because it's genuine. And I think he genuinely wants to see people grow from what he's come through. I agree. Something today or not today, because he, re- he recycles a lot of his podcasts, which I need to start doing just for content. So if people listen, which I've learned, um, he said something today that, and I don't remember the context that it was in, but it stuck with me to the point that when you take a step back and look at how long you're working for, it's sad. He goes, and then when you throw in how much you're sleeping for and how much when you take work and sleep out of your life and how much you're actually living your life, it is a very tiny sliver. Yep. And I was talking to that same Jade up today. He goes, dude, you're, we're, we're part of the fucking farm. He goes, we're just a tax farm. We're just a money farm for the, for the country and for the corporation, as my dad would say, a what for the corporation, the United States corporation, <laughs> what it is. That's what it is. And it's, it's very depressing when you think about it that it way. It is. But there's another way to think about it. I mean, the job, you know, we, we, you have to find a balance. So, I mean, that's where good choices come into play, right? Like getting your, you know, going to school, getting experience in the field that you're going to work in and work in, you know, doing a job. I mean, you have to grind, like you have to start from the bottom. We're not entitled to anything. So we have to claw for it. I don't know why it's set up that way. It's frustrating, but it really boils down to who can claw themselves out this bitch. But while, but, but while bringing as many people with you as you can that are true to uh, your mission, right? Like yep. people that value you and your mission and see the value in it. And you know, I think about it. We've only. I was thinking about it the other day. You know, we've only been really grinding. For me personally, I'll talk about my platforms personally for uh, maybe, let's round up and say two years. And I'm seeing all this growth and this attention and this traction, this movement 
but I'm also frustrated and you're fresh, you know, we're frustrated because it's just so cutthroat. But two years ain't shit. Two years ain't shit. I'm only a year and a half in because I haven't yeah. really started it until I started this brand. Other than that, I was just a fucking worker. Right. And I really haven't even like honed down and take it seriously other than this last like year. And I've seen things grow. I've been the inconsistent one. I've been the one, the unreliable one. I've been the one that doesn't do what I say I'm going to do as far as my personal. You heard it here first, folks. She said she was the unreliable one. Hey, I can talk a lot of shit, but nobody can tell me what, like, I know what the fuck is wrong with me. Nobody's going to tell me. I know myself better than somebody else. And I'm in a, you know, in a safe space with somebody I trust. I can, I can acknowledge my shortcomings. That's me. And somebody, if somebody, you know, wanted to tell me from the public, I'd be like, hey, you can fucking suck a dick, you bitch. But I don't suck that D3. Right. Suck that D3. Fucking nebulize some colloidal silver, you asshole. So yeah. I'm the same. I don't know. I haven't really been taking my shit seriously, even kind of. Like it's everyone's like, oh dude, like I get the oh Nick, you're an inspiration. Oh, do you hustle? I'm like, I don't really feel like I'm hustling. Like I don't you are you are definitely hustling you find you're you've impressed me with how you find the answers to questions like I'm over here got like my logo for example I'm about to shoot you a picture of it but I like <laughs> finally think I've honed in on what I want for my logo and that was like a week ago so. but see that's where that's where you and I differ is you can you can say the line to be funny I can't think of shit for content to save my life you can think of uh I mean I can put I can make people feel stupid that's fun but that's right. what people want to essentially pay to see. But I can, what I like to think I can, creatively come up with a visual stimulation. You're an artist, bro. What the fuck ah. are you talking about? Ah. You're an uh-huh. artist. Ah. You're uh-huh. an artist. You found a way to take what you've done for as long as I have known you and turn it into something that makes you fucking money and makes other people fucking happy. You sent a package. You're going to send a fucking package tonight anyways to Jeff Garcia. He's going to wear your art. That one's on its way. Lamar Houston's ain't on the way yet. Okay, well, whatever. Okay. No, but Mr. Garcia is going to receive a package of your art. I have your art. You're going to help me with my, in fact, my art is really your art. So. (laughs) So there's that. (laughs) <laughs> well, and that's where it's at. And that's like you said, it's actually good. Um, self-awareness is huge and it can be both good and bad. If you're not self-aware, obviously you're not aware, blah, blah, blah. But to stay, stay, to take a step back and see where your shit is, like you just did, you took a step back and you're seeing where your brand has come from, where your social medias have grown. It's huge to see, you know what I mean? You have people like, even though, even you said, you have people sending you conspiracy shit from South Africa from all over the fucking world, people actually tune in to hear what you have to say. That's fucking huge, dude. That's huge. And just like- I have to figure out a way to market these podcasts. You have to what? Figure out a way to properly market these podcasts. So when I did Miss Von Venoms, and I'm gonna fuck up and uh, not say her code name, and that's gonna really fuck me. Um, I decided to fuck around on iMovie, and that's where I sent you that little movie trailer. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to start doing that with little clips here with the fucking videos, just because it's fun. Yeah, because you withhold, you hold all the videos. I can't actually, I don't have any, you, I don't have any videos or audio. You gatekeep, and that's fine. It's your content. You own it. That's fine. I don't but, need to keep you it know, all, bro. Usually, I just forget. If you could give me some promotional material. I forget. I'll send you this video. And then you cut and do with it what you want. You can make me say, I'm a suck at D3. I, you know what I mean? <laughs> 
Uh, I think I think actually people just like to hear the banter. I think the very first promo that you did with just our two faces on a TikTok, you know, like on a reel or whatever it was. Yeah. I yeah. think that's what people like to hear. It is. Um, you know, Katie, she's hit me up. She's like a religious listener, dude. Um, and she's one who always says like, it's Katie. She's right? such a support. It, what is, it's just such a, like the world is just so small. Katie is another person that we have both known since just the dawn of time. <laughs> I sing, let me just, she's going to, if she hears it, she's going to fucking die. So she used to have a big crush on my brother. I'll get this one over quick. Right. So her and my brother yeah. had a little summer love fling, right. In the elementary school. And <laughs> I was a singer. I'm still a singer. Katie was always a singer. We both loved music. And we literally had a Mariah Carey sing-off on the steps to McKinley's, <laughs> to McKinley's fucking stage in the cafeteria. You know, like the side steps by the door yeah. where you could go out. Yeah. We were literally sitting and we were sitting there and David, you know, and we were singing and David had to vote as to which one was better. And he picked fucking Katie. <laughs> <laughs> mortified i didn't sing it in front of anyone for like fucking 20 years after that or some shit i did i waited until i was like 16 to start singing in church again i was like oh I'm never doing this again I hate you like <laughs> yeah but anyways miss katie what is i would love to hear her feedback miss katie yeah i'll do i mean all she says she loves listening um you were a shadow band this past week somebody's calling me from Nelson Bronte. that's weird um you were a shadow band this last week and she tagged you and I, and I said that that's what you get for being wrong. That's why you're a shadow man. Right. That she was listening to us in the car, uh, which is huge because she lives in Arizona. So she's not even in California. And so that's, that's huge. And then you have your coworkers out in Oklahoma saying, oh, I heard you. I'm like, oh, that's weird. Yeah, a coworker, Nancy, walked up to me and was like, I, I listened to you on your podcast. And I was like, oh, shit, okay. Like, like what did I say? <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm like, I, I say it's like it's up there with kind of being like recognized from my TikTok. Like I'm kind of at the point where I'm like, you know, Oklahoma's like a small little community. Like Oklahoma City's a big city, but it's people. Like I have literally stepped back and I'm like, mm, when people are rude to me for no reason, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, have you seen my TikTok? Like I genuinely wonder, and I don't know if that's because I have a, a huge ego or huge, maybe a little bit of both. <laughs> I don't know, but it freaks me out. Like that, so that what is it? The the theme that's like, uh, I don't know. Well, yeah, yeah, Fifty Cent. I don't know what you heard about me. That part, right? Like, yeah, I don't know what the fuck you've seen. Lord only knows. I feel like I gotta prep everyone because you might like me in person, but as soon as you add my ass online, you ain't fuck with me no more. So I expect it. Mine's the opposite. You might like me online, and then once you see me in person, like fuck that guy. <laughs> No, it's it's funny. Oh, it's you in person, right? Because you're me in person. I talk way too much shit, and people cannot handle it. And I'm like, dude, that's just I'm quick. You know what I mean? And they're like, what no, because you have this way of talking shit. That's like you kind of don't. You remind me of my uncle Doug, which is funny because he's a he's an inspector of record at a hospital, yeah. and he's just like he has this way of like joking with you, or you're you're kind of like. Is he joking? Like, he's just like he can literally just be so straight faced to you, and you'll be like, "Oh shit!" And then he'll be like, me. "Nah!" And you know, like, "Oh fuck, okay, Uncle Doug, you got me." You know, like yep. fuck. Yep. And he's you know inappropriate jokes and like, but all the trades, like he knows the trades, so like he you know he gets it. 
you can right. talk shit with the best of them. He's, you know, if you grew up around men who grew up on job sites, you have a thick skin. So I used to grow, I grew up with my dad on job sites and he was the inspector. So all the guys on the job site fucking hated him. And I'd be in his truck, like <laughs> driving through Cal State East Bay on the campus in his white truck, like <laughs> peasants. peasants, keep going. <laughs> yeah, oh, peasants. My dad's like, everyone else's, they tried to tell him one time at the campus, they were like, you, you have to drive a golf cart. And he was like, no, the fuck I'm not. And he would drive his fucking 1400 Dodge Ram extended cab fucking car truck through fucking this on the sidewalks in the campus at Cal State. It was amazing. It was That's fantastic. awesome. He used I love to that. drive on the track because his office was like down the track. Anyways, yeah, yeah. He ran shit up there. So, fucking it yeah. So, well, they went crazy. So, we're going to try to keep it at an hour. So, we're going to wrap it up. It's Nick's way of telling me to shut the fuck up. Um, well, I want to ask, I got to ask you, would you rather? That's almost our doing. Oh, yeah, we got to save time for that. All right, here we go. Weird questions. I don't know if I asked you this last week, though, dudes. I really hope I didn't. You probably did. <sighs> Whatever, we're getting it twice then. So if you're going to, let's say you're single and you're going to get down with the dude. Did I ask you this question? And you're going to perform on him, okay? And you go to open his pants. And it's Velcro. Does that kill the mood? <laughs> like it's not a zipper and a button. It's like a <laughs> like. A... <laughs> I guess that would be. I feel like you would do that exact same laugh right there. You're just like... <laughs> I I I probably you know I like initially I'm thinking like and like what but no like I could see how like <laughs> like like a big velcro you know zipper okay let's 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 add another one let's add another one to this it's the same 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 situation it's going to be velcro but because you are a mother your kids are asleep in the other room and you're trying to be quiet and you know yeah. everything's louder at two o'clock in the fucking morning yeah like, if them if them motherfuckers <laughs> can just be pulled right off then no <laughs> then no okay so vice versa i don't know how i would be if if we're out on a date and wearing a nice dress and I go to, Oh, can you, uh, uh, can you get it from the back? Yeah. Let me go and zip that for you. That's not a zipper. It's like a three long Velcro strip. And I was like, keep going. <laughs> that would be, that would be trippy. That'd be like hanging a curtain or like, yeah. I don't know. My couch has Velcro on the back of my, you know, like the fabric, fabric, fabric of the fabric panels on my couch. My cat's always fucking with the fuck with them, and I always have to like fucking re-velcro them and shit. <laughs> that was that's a not very functional like wardrobe. It's not. It's also sounds very painful if you have to pee and you stick your your willy through it. Um, yeah, velcro's like not forgiving. No, especially nope. those like velcro strips. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. It's fun. I mean, that's what I got for a would you rather today. So I mean, you know, it's not even a would you rather. It's would it would it fuck you up. And I think, yeah, I mean, I definitely think I would take a step back, a step back and be like, hmm. The second you chuckle, the second you chuckle, you know, it's over. Yeah, probably. I mean, I I chuckle. There's so much. I chuckle. I can't even get to that. There's so many reasons why I lose ground before. That's why I'm married. I'm like, this motherfucker is going to put up with my shit because they know, because I I fucking can dish some shit. (laughs) That's me too. Yeah. So he's an asshole too. So it works. Balance. 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 Until next time, you have hood and holy water and you have share. And uh, I don't know what the fuck to call myself. Nick. 
Their name is fucking Nick. It's not fair. Batman's already taken. Okay, you fucking Nick. Batman sucks. Oh God. Who is your DC? That's making that's giving me anxiety that she said that. Who is my DC character? Yeah. Who the fuck watches DC? Okay. I grew up a I grew up a Flash fan. Um, so that's mine. He's got the fastest hands in the West, bro. That wouldn't even take that long. <laughs> for those that, once again, I have to create a code word for when I do the ejaculation hand signal towards Dude, you. Dude, so before we got on, because I brought my fucking Dell and not my Mac, I bought a, a, a soundboard. And it has preloaded sound effects. And it has sound effects I can load on there. And I was going to fuck with sound effects this entire time. I was going to boo you. I was going to gunshot you. It would have been perfect for your fucking story out of my brah, brah. But no, it fucked with my internet for some reason, my stupid fucking office, and it wouldn't work. Now I'm pissed because it worked at home. So uh. you should do, you should get a computer that is hardwired into the, into the internet. So an ethernet cable? Mm-hmm. That's hardwired right into the modem. I can't do it. I got to look at my Mac. No, I have a Dell. I need to see if my Dell will work because that's what I need to do. Hmm. Yep. You need something that is like steady on the Wi-Fi. The the second I, the second I fucking uh, disconnected it, we were fine. I was like, son of a bitch. Yeah. That's how it works. That's how it works. These things work. You probably got to have it connected to the, like, it's probably got to all be like, because I bet you the soundboard runs on Wi-Fi too, right? Mm. No. Mm-hmm. then i wonder why it would mess with the quality of the yeah we don't know because my computer sucks and i took it to geek squad and they're like yeah it's fine and i took it back and it's still slow as hell so i'm like look assholes you didn't fix nothing uh it's like a two it's like a bottleneck and there's too much going on and my computer's freaking out you can't do it all and it's just like <laughs> oh asshole. your computer sounds like a liberal it is Fuck! It's fucking liberal Max. No, it's a fucking Dell. My Mac works fine. Oh, well. But my Mac doesn't have USB ports, and all my shit is USB driven. So Mac know, doesn't have USB ports. They have the weird, um, uh, like iPad chargers, like all those. So I have to have hell these, which are converters. To and I'm like, I'm tired of dealing with. So. You know. Yeah, it's not that big of a deal. It's 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 just an extra plug-in on the on the end of your cord. Up, I mean, baby. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> it's like literally easy. It's something There's... else for me to lose. Okay. I mean, that's true. But get your fucking life together. <laughs> Until next time. Fuck it. Until next time. Bye, Katie. <laughs> Bye, guys. How do I stop the recording? Found it. Oh wait, no, that's not what I want to do. Idiot. I need an adult. My fucking video won't stop. <laughs> You're not trying to